Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Jesus of Nazareth weekly broadcast, where you will hear the biblical teaching of Pastor Luana Winston. A series of ignorance, darkness and light. The more you learn the knowledge of God, the more darkness is going to flee. Darkness is what? Lack of knowledge. And the Bible is not saying that we are living in black and white. All the problems in this world is as easy as night and day. All the problems in this world is as easy as if night and day is as easy as light and dark. And the Bible is not talking about we have to live in black and white. The Bible is not talking about that we have to live in black and white. See, the devil reduces us to our pigmentation and he's talking about black and white. He reduces us. He reduces the vessels that God fulfilled, that God created to black and white. That is why there's so much racism that's still going on nowadays. They said there is no more racism. But believe it or not, there is so much racism that is going on nowadays. And that is the devil reducing us to live in black and white. See, the worst thing for you is to live in darkness. To live without the knowledge of God. Because darkness is the lack of And if Jesus was living in all the days that he was living for for over 30 years of his life, if we cannot learn from Jesus, it's going to be a challenge. We have got to live like what Jesus, when he used to live in the world, when he used to work. See, when the devil came over to Jesus, what was the first thing that he was, what what was the first thing that, that, uh, that he tempted Jesus with? His appetite. He tempted Jesus with his appetite. What was the thing that Jesus came back to him with? The word. He came back to the devil with the word. So our problems, we don't know if the devil comes and throws something to you. We don't even know what to quote. If Jesus was using the word to get back to the devil, how are we going to stand against the devil if we don't know the word? He came back to him, to the devil, tempt to tempt to tempt Jesus with his appetite. He went back to him with the word. He attacked the devil with the word. See, we are filling, we are satisfying his power with our ignorance. We 
are strengthening him. We are filling up his power. We are feeding the power of the devil with our ignorance. And ignorance comes from the lack of knowledge of the truth. Jesus says, come to me all you weary. Come to me. Come to me. He didn't just say, come to me all you weary heart. But he said, come to me all you weary heart and learn of me. He didn't just say, just come to me. He said, learn. Learn of me. See, our major problem is not Satan. It's not sin. We're too busy blaming that, that, that entity, Satan and sin. We're too busy blaming them. Our problem, our major enemy, our major problem is what? Ignorance. Lack of knowledge. Lack of the knowledge of truth. Yeah, it's so good to go to college. It is so good to get degrees. It is so good to learn the knowledge of the world. But it's going to be a challenge for you if you don't know the knowledge of the truth. If you're ignorant in the truth of the word of Jesus Christ. Here you are. Your family is being attacked. Your life is being attacked. Your work is being attacked. Your children are being attacked. And you're thinking, what is going on? And he is behind all of this. I was... um, I was I I I I, uh, I was I, I went to a, a place where I, I took the children, and uh, there's a game. Remember that game where you hold a, 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 like a, like a hammer, and then you hammer things that pops up, and then and, and it's like a, it's like a table, and and then you hammer down and you hit one thing, and then goes down, and the other thing goes up. It was so big. It is so big. And it was a long line, standing in a long line, so big. It was a big table, a big table that covers with a, with a, with a sheet. And then you see, and then you see the things were, were big because it was a big table. Things pops up, a kid will hit it. Things pop up, a kid will hit that thing. And it goes down, another things pop up. All of a sudden, the wind came and blow away the sheets. And underneath the table, there is someone pushing the thing up. Someone pushing the thing up, pushing the thing down, pushing the thing up, pushing the thing down. That is the same as life that we're living. You don't even know who is doing that behind. But you got to learn that that is the devil. But our ignorance, we are too busy blaming the devil and the entity of Satan for our ignorance. Here you are getting attacked. Here you are, your family is getting attacked. Your children are getting attacked. And you don't know what's going on. There is someone behind that curtain. There is someone behind that tent who is manipulating every situation that is going on. We spoke about this, about what Paul's talk about his weapons. Notice what Paul's weapons are. Righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness, the loin of truth, the helmet, the breastplate, the loin of truth, and the helmet, and the shoes. And Paul said, all of that, and you got to have something to fight with. 
You can walk in there. You can walk into a war with a helmet. You can walk into a war with shoes. You can walk into a war with a breastplate and with 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 a, with with a loin, with something that covers you up. You can walk in there with all of that, but if you walk in there with all of that bare hand, how are you going to fight? Paul said, you can have the helmet, you can have the breastplate, you can have the loin of truth, you can have all your shoes, but if you don't have the sword, you cannot fight. The sword is the word of God. Easy for the devil to come and knock your breastplate out. Here you are coming with your head covered with your helmet. He's going to come and knock you left and come and knock you right and he's going to knock it out. Because you don't have the sword which is the word of God to fight with. You can have faith. You can have the helmet. You can have the shoes. But if you don't have the sword of God which is the word of God it is so hard for you to fight against the demonic forces. He said, have all of that and the word of God to fight, which is the sword. See, the strength and the power of enemy is fed by your ignorance. Is really fed by your ignorance. That's why it is so critical to eat this book. Eat the book. God said in Revelation, he said to John, John, eat this book. He said, John, eat this book. He said, John, eat this book. He told Ezekiah, eat this book. He told Ezekiah, eat this book. He told Jeremiah, eat this scroll. You got to eat this book. Eat it. Why you got to get this stuff inside of you? You have got to eat this and get this stuff inside of you. Let it become a part of you. Let it become a part of your substance. Let it become the way you live. He said, eat this book, John. That there's come a day. Because there's going to come a day. That you're going to be tested by a demonic forces. And you have to have the sword to fight against it. Now here you are. Someone comes in with, with, with the sword. Someone comes in with a helmet. Come on, someone comes in with war things to fight against. And you're standing there bare hand. And you say, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, think about it. He's going to come to you with everything that he's holding against you. And you're coming there barehanded. How are you going to fight? Wow, wow, wow. With just your hand. His strength and his power is fit by our ignorance. We are too busy blaming this entity called Satan because of our ignorance. We are too busy. In fact, you are getting killed from your ignorance. You're eating too much, you blame the devil. Yes. You're eating too much, you're getting sick, you got diabetes, you blame the devil. You're drinking too much, you got also, you got all of this, you blame the devil. You're acting out, you're, you're, you're doing this and that, you blame the devil. 
See, if you got the knowledge of the truth, if you got this knowledge of the truth, that we have got to eat this book, like he said to John, you have got to eat this book. You are not going to be feeling the, 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 the strength and the power of the enemy. See, ignorance is our major enemy. But the major thing is the ignorance. He is going to put that belief that the ignorance of him not exist is the major enemy. There are so many people out there that don't believe that there is a demonic force, that there's a devil. There is so many people that is out there that don't believe that there is a devil, that there is a Satan, that there is a Lucifer. He's doing a really good job. He's doing a really good job. One of the cancer, one of the lead of the cancer who was holding up, who, 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 who uh, kidnapped a child, kidnapped kidnap a woman. And the woman was like, I can give you money. I can give you whatever you want. I can give you whatever you want. I can give you money. I can give you, I have a lot of money. The gangster said, the chief of the gangster said, I don't want any of this. I don't want your money. I don't want any of this. I just want to kill a third person. I already killed two. I just want to kill another person to make it three. Now when you think about it, who is doing all of that? Who is doing all of that behind this? And then we say there's no demonic force behind it. He said, I don't want any of that. I just want to kill a third person to make it three. Paul said, you have got to know these weapons. Notice the weapons he's been using. Breastplate. Loin of cloth. Uh, um, the breastplates, the helmets of the truth. And he said, don't be ignorant. Don't be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Which means, don't just study God. I know a lot of you go into church. I know you go to church, but not, you rarely hear someone talk about Satan. They're scared to talk about him. Paul said, you can't, don't be ignorant of the devices of the devil, the devil's devices, which means you have got to learn your opponent. Muhammad Ali, before he walked in the ring, he spent hours and hours and hours and hours in his room Study the person that he's going to fight against. I think it was his name was Sonny. He was, they, they interviewed him and he said it was hours and hours and hours. I have to stay in the room and study him. So the minute he walks into the ring, he already know when he's going to swing. He already know how far he's going to swing. He already knows how he moves. He already knows when he moves. 
See, Paul said, you have God. Now, don't be ignorant of the devices of the devil. So what he's talking about, don't just study God. You have got to study your opponent. How would you know how to fight against him if you don't know how to study, if you don't know him? He said, don't be ignorant. The devices of the enemy. Here you are at 2 a.m. in the morning looking at the Facebook of the girl you like. Oh, let me see. What does she like? What songs does she like? Where is she from? What, what kind of clothes does she likes to wear? I mean, you, you sit there 2 a.m. I know some people who do 2 a.m. What kind of songs do, does she like? What kind of food? Where would I take her? If I want to take her out. What kind of clothes that I'm going to buy her. If I'm going to buy her something to wear. Here you are at 2 a.m. Someone is smiling right now. Because that's what they do. Studying the girl you like. Is the same thing that Paul is talking about. Study your opponent. 2 a.m. And you're studying the girl that you like. Oh maybe she likes Chinese food. Maybe she likes Italian food. Maybe she likes to go to Italy. Maybe she would like to go to, to Jerusalem. Maybe she would like to go to Samoa. Here, I, I know someone that's here that is really smiling right now because that's what they do. See, in Genesis 1.20, in Genesis chapter 1, we were introduced because we were made in 126. And Genesis chapter 3, who was being introduced? The devil. He didn't wait until later on to introduce him to us. God here saying, I am going to introduce you to this person early. So that way you are aware of him. You you are aware of his existence. We were being introduced at 126 that he created us, that he made us in Genesis chapter 1. He wanted you to be aware of his presence in chapter 3. He introduced us to him. See, we're trying to grow in our faith, spiritual walk with God. We are trying. But he's after you. The worst things that you think, the worst thing is that this pure little woman, Eve, he was, she was pure. And he was after this pure woman and you think you can stand a chance. And Eve was living in Eden. Eden is here in earth. It's a spot where it's a connection from heaven to earth where Eve was living and he went inside there and get to this pure woman. If Eve, he can get to this pure woman, Eve, do you think we can stand a chance? Do you think you and me can stand a chance if he can get into Eden, if he can get to this pure woman? It was, there was nothing wrong with Eve. She was so pure. There was nothing wrong with her. But she got to Eve. See the Old Testament. He was the New Testament. 
He was being introduced in chapter 3. The Old Testament, the New Testament, he was introduced in chapter 4. He wanted you to be aware of his existence. He wanted you, God wanted you to be aware of this person's existence. He really wanted you to be aware that he really, really exists. See, the guy, I think, I think the guy was the first one, the first one in, in Jesus' ministry. Because the minute he got out of the water full of the Holy Spirit, there he is. Minute Jesus got out of the water full of the Holy Spirit, and there he's right there. Oh, here you are. You are here to save the world? Okay, the minute you say you are saved, he's there. See, salvation takes one minute. Salvation takes a second. Confirmation takes a lifetime. In order for you to learn the knowledge of the truth, you have got to learn the knowledge of the truth. You have got to learn the word of God. That doesn't mean if you say I'm safe doesn't mean you are not supposed to learn the knowledge of the truth. He was there when Jesus walked out of the water full of the Holy Spirit and he was there. Ha! Here you are. So you're the one who's going to get all the world, all of them, all the children saved. He was there tempting them. So the minute you say, I'm safe, he's going to be, ha, 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 You are safe? Oh, oh you change? Oh, now you change? This guy was the part of Jesus' ministry. I think, I believe that he was the first one of Jesus' ministry. Full of the Holy Spirit. When he got out of the water and he was there tempting him. You want to live right? Ha, ha. Oh, you want to live right? Oh, so you are that guy who's going to save the world, huh? See, the minute you gave yourself to Christ, the minute you open up your mouth, I am saved. He's dancing around. He's going to be there, tempting you. Day one, he's going to show up. Showing up, this guy, see, salvation. We talk about salvation takes a minute. But confirmation takes a lifetime. No matter how old you are, you have got to still learn the word of God. He said, Paul said, you got to learn of his devices. Which means the word of God. Which is the sword for you to fight with. Oh, how you change now? You change now? So you quickly... When he comes to you, you quickly have to throw in the word. Quickly have to throw in the scripture. What are you going to throw to him if you don't know? Tell me. I think Ephaniah, Ephaniah 3, 6 or something like that. That's the answer. Trying to throw something, but you don't know the scripture. He's going to laugh at your face. He's going to laugh at your face. Let me say this to you. You don't need a lot. With the word of God, you do not need a lot. You always say that you don't have time to read the Bible. You always, but let me say this. 
Having something is enough for you. Having something, having something is enough for you. When you go on Galatians, let's, let's open our Bible to Galatians. Galatians 3.26. Galatians 3.26. 3.26. For you are all the children of God. By faith in Christ Jesus. If you believe this message really touches you, if you believe this word really touches your heart, make sure you share it with your loved ones. Make sure you share it with someone who you believe that needs the word of God. The Bible said we are the ambassadors of the kingdom. We are the ambassadors of the word of God. So make sure if you believe this touches you, make sure you plant it. You plant the word into someone's life. Be that person to be the one who plants the word into someone's lives. This is Pastor Luana of Jesus of Nazareth in Vallejo at 515 Broadway Street, Vallejo, California, 94590. I would like to invite you, a special invite you to our church service at 10 a.m. every Sunday and then the hour of prayer every Tuesday from 7 p.m. Hour of prayer every Tuesday from 7 p.m. and then Piper study. An hour of power prayer meeting and Piper study. Prayer meeting and Piper study. And if you yourself or someone that you know needs prayers, call us at 707-297-0002. 707-297-0002. We have operators available to answer you and, and we'll be praying for you as well. We'll be praying for for that person will be praying for that loved ones so call us at 707-297-0002 again this is pastor luana of jesus as of nazareth join us on sundays at 10 a.m every sundays and an hour of power of prayer meetings and bible study every tuesday Join Pastor Luana Winston at Jesus of Nazareth Church in Vallejo. Sunday services start at 10 a.m. Tuesday Bible study is at 7 p.m. at 515 Broadway Street in Vallejo. You can call Pastor Luana at 707-297-0002. That's 707-297-0002. Tune in at the same time next week for Pastor Luana Winston and the Jesus of Nazareth radio broadcast. If you get a custom-tailored suit, it's going to fit perfectly and make you look great. Think about that with a Noble First for your organization. No matter what the size of your company is, a Noble First will analyze your data and collaborate with you to custom-tailor digital solutions so you can focus on making your organization grow. When it comes to data-centric solutions specifically for your organization, choose a Noble First. A Noble First makes living simple. See for yourself at anoblefirst.com, E-N-N-O-B-L-E-First.com.